0: crossface the daily talk show a conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jensen and Tommy Jacket
1: it's the daily talk show everyone this is episode 147 tommy jacket
0: what is what is cracking uh
1: look uh, for people who don't know i'm currently in krakow in poland eating a lot of food um, it's uh, currently uh, just after 6am here How are things at your end?
0: Mate, is that light coming in? Like a natural light? Is it already bright?
1: Yeah, that, yeah, man, it's been bright since probably around I think I woke up for the first time at 4 this morning Thinking, oh man, I've got to get up now And then uh, I looked at the time And I still had like uh, an hour and a half that I could sleep It's perfect
0: Oh, you got to love that well, it's yeah. a, a bit different scene here. It's um, it's it's cold. It's just started raining, so you might hear a bit of a pitter patter on the roof. And it's not the it's not the kind that's lovely when you are in bed. It's it's during the day, and people are gonna do shit. So it's um, yeah, it's freezing. Everyone's gonna perfect. cold, but uh, perfect. There's some exciting news, Josh. I went and checked the PO box because you put me in charge of the, the PO box. Yep. Uh, firstly, if you have a key to a PO box, you could pretty much steal anyone's mail even 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 the um like the the ticket that you take in because the parcel was too big to put into the PO box because they didn't even check my ID. He said, "Oh, you well, must have permission because you can access the the PO box." And I was like, "Yeah, that's that sounds about correct." <laughs> Wait, he he actually said, "You must
1: did he use those words, "You must have permission because you've got the key to the PO box?" <laughs> Legit. Sort of weird. I thought I mean it,
0: it would have yeah, it's a
1: bit of a weird thing for him to
0: say. <laughs> I know. I, he he could have just been scratching his nose as well like he was uh, in on the joke with yeah. me, but he didn't and i and i got a a parcel and so this is what you, were you expecting a parcel no well so the only
1: so for people uh, who are new to the show f- first of all sometimes there's a slight delay in tommy and my banter it's got nothing to do with our hashtag chemistry and everything to do with uh using the internet from <laughs> one side of the world to the other but no i um that po box it has because Bree and I are going away like are away for the next couple more months, that's where any bills are going to go. And it's also the official P.O. box of the Daily Talk Show. So it's P.O. Box four hundred yeah. Abbotsford Victoria three zero six seven. And you're saying we've got some stuff?
0: We've got some stuff, but I I've got like a parcel. Like if you ordered something online you'd know. So I don't like if it's not Anything to yeah. do with the show, but I'm happy to. open nah, it. I love it opening well, mail. Yeah, open it. Yeah, yeah. What does it say? All right, on the front? so it 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 seems it doesn't say it's from UPS. It was I think there's yeah it's from the states, Los Angeles. I'm just thinking it might have been part of your rebrand. You're getting a few t-shirts. Can you show it to um, me? Sent out.
1: Like, can I see it on the video, please? Go.
0: Okay, it's, great. It, it feels like a little cushion. So um, yeah, great. I'm just quickly open up this uh, mail Ooh, time. Nice. I don't know
1: how These well are, mail time does in audio form but I've got to say I'm (laughs) loving it
0: do you know it's Trello as in the (laughs) why has Trello sent us t-shirts as in the the board that we put together all of our shows on Trello has sent out some t-shirts did you not organise
1: this no I didn't organise this
0: oh my god that uh, either they're reading our show notes <laughs> yeah what's um, i want a, to... a tri- so there's josh hi josh J- hi josh and tommy who'd you guys use trello for the show keep up the great work taco taco i love your name for one and um i definitely won't fit into this one i could yeah this, that's for this amy is for out, sure how cool is this this is outrageous we have got stickers. Oh, I, I we got tre-
1: Taco is yeah, the dog. Trello. This <laughs> so is, t- yeah, this so is our really first branded awesome. piece like, of content if I've ever seen it. Mate,
0: right, I actually don't this, mind. Trello served as well. This makes so it, I'll it all. i wear this Trello t-shirt. Yeah,
1: amazing. This I can't believe. I wonder what they. I wonder if they yeah i wonder how they came across us i mean if i was them i would probably be looking at everyone's boards seeing how they're using it <laughs> but i don't know like surely i don't know if like terms and conditions they can do that like i wonder if they can actually go in look at the boards and see oh this is a podcast we yeah. should check them out
0: but they heard us mention it so it yeah must this be is someone- fascinating. I- yeah someone has to have either listened to the show or um or they're reading our board either no well they have to have listened Uh, they have
1: to have listened because they've actually um said they've heard us on the show and it's a pretty it'd be a bold claim to just assume that that, yeah so i think that it must be someone who listens this is
0: super exciting i was I was just checking the Trello board to see if we'd put our PO box in there somewhere, which I don't think we have. <laughs> We're, so Trello's based in the States. Mate, yeah, I like this. Um, all right, do you want me to open the next one? Just quickly punch yeah, through these because you're right, I don't know how it translates. Um, oh, this is from uh, Wayne Peters. Um, oh, great. Awesome, he sent through he sent through a sticker of Bill oh, Renegades. <laughs> Can you see that, to
1: ha- we need to have like a, a fridge or something in the office where we're adding all of our stickers. I feel like that can be a, that could yeah. be a thing.
0: I like it. Uh, Thanks, Wayne. And then he's written a lovely, lovely card. I don't know if you... I'll just read the first line. Absolutely loving the podcast. Even my 14-year-old daughter, Alison, is getting into the episodes. How good's that? Oh, amazing.
1: Yeah, I saw Alison liking um, uh, our Instagram post. That's ace. That's uh, mate. This is. I did not expect that we would get any anything from the PO box. So this is actually. I'm actually in shock that this has actually worked.
0: Uh, (laughs) Ask and you shall receive. I think uh, a wise man said. All right. Now I'm opening up one. I know who this is from. Um, This is come all the way from. It's a worldwide up to 100 grams. That's what the um, the what do you call it? The little um, sticker says, "All right, here we go." Yeah. Hi guys. Well, I'm in the family now. I thought I'd uh, troll you a little. <laughs> this is from Michelle. She sent through a whole stack of stickers because I think <laughs> she, she's got sent us an Apple sticker, which comes with Apple your Apple computer. Yeah, she sent great. us a road Pro- I love road mic sticker, which comes with the product, <laughs> and then a bunch of others. I think it's because she's still waiting on the stickers that you're meant to be sending her. (laughs) 100%. That's why it
1: is. And do you know what? Michelle. There's definitely something here in... All these brands are sending stickers nowadays and people don't know where to always put them. I think we almost... So Wayne's known for his hats. He's always like um, trying on different hats. We could almost be the sticker guys where people can send us their unused stickers... And we can create some, like maybe what we could do is every single time we send out the daily talk show stickers, you also get a random other sticker for another brand.
0: Yeah, I like it. There's heaps here. It's oh, She sent us like the computer. I think this is, must be from like a some sort of computer part that she bought and got a bunch of stickers, AMD, A series, black edition. Yeah, and AMD. You know what that yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah, it's like AMD, uh, yeah. it's
1: a chipset. Like, That's awesome. Like uh, Intel. This PO box. Well, I don't is know exactly
0: well. what we'll do with all this stuff, but I I like your idea, Josh, of creating yeah. some sort of system where we're sharing the stick
1: of love. Well, we ha- we haven't mentioned the PO box in a long time, so if people do want to send us letters, PO Box four hundred Abbotsford, Victoria, three zero six seven.
0: And I, I also, also say, close the loop?
1: Yeah, go on. Yeah, go. Close the loop, please. On
0: uh, the riddle that was sent through from Michelle and we were trying to work yeah. it out and it was the Da Vinci code to a few dumb asses like us. But um, <laughs> Campton, James, just asked me before in the office, he said, mate, did you work out that thing Michelle sent you? So the yeah. listeners are keen. Uh, my case study of just one. But yeah. in, if you broke it down, it's spelt out stickers and that connects to the uh the letter that she sent through with all the stickers so you see the thing is that i'm stupid
1: enough that i I feel like even saying stickers would have um i still would have been dumbfounded i still wouldn't have gotten it so that's the thing Mm. there's one thing to know the answer there's another thing to actually have the mental capacity to take it on
0: yeah (laughs) Very funny. You were about to say something. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I,
1: was, I think I was going to troll you about the fact that I checked the Daily Talk Show's reviews on iTunes or through the podcast <laughs> app. I check it regularly to see if anyone has um, left us any reviews because that's one way that uh, the podcast app knows that people are listening and will promote the show and things like that. Anyway, I got a, a nice one that said, you know, I think it said keep up the great work, lads, or something like that, and talking about banter. I'm like, oh this is nice. Who's this from? And I looked at the top and it
0: was Tommy Jacket. <laughs> I need to have a platform to explain myself. <laughs> because okay. I feel a bit embarrassed about this. What a it's fucking equ- idiot. Do you know what reviewing it's the equivalent his own podcast
1: it's the equivalent of liking your own photo on Instagram or masturbating to a pic of yourself. That's probably what you, the equivalent of what you did.
0: <laughs> it's, it's the latter. Definitely ma- <laughs> masturbating <laughs> to a pic of yourself. That's why I feel bad about it. So let me, just, let me just explain. I was um, working with Mason, uh, my main man, who helps out with some of the um, podcast content and content all yep. around. Absolute legend. And he's like, can you please um, do one of those screen recordings on your phone? I want to do like a, a review Insta story where it's encouraging people to jump on, show them how to leave a review on your podcast. I was like, yeah, sure. I'll do it quickly before I leave. So I did it. And I was like, ah, screen record, jump into it, find the Daily Talk Show, hit on review, right. And I just winged it. I was just like, uh, I call it the subject line was banter. And I just wrote, keep up the great work, boys or lads. I can't remember. And then I pressed submit and then I gave it a five-star review. And honest to God, I literally thought it wouldn't allow me to do it because for some reason, I was like, uh, I, "You can, like in YouTube, you can't like your own videos. I know in Facebook and stuff, but some reason I was just like, this won't go through or I've already done it. Something's, something's not going to work here. And sure, sure enough, you screenshot and post it on your own. Was it on your own or was it on Daily Talk Show? Yeah, it was on my. It was on my own Instagram. <laughs> so I'm the egomaniac that's basically wanking to a photo of myself. <laughs> I was I was disappointed
1: really that it took you this long to do it. Like I think there's a bit of I have respect there for you that you didn't have a fake name and do this uh, months and months and months ago. So I think it's it's quite admirable. Yeah. I'm sure I've definitely Oop. left a rating. Probably not as um narcissistic as to leave a re- review <laughs> of myself yet, but um that that will come very soon, I'm sure.
0: I think it yeah. It was a, it was a stupid move by myself. But oh, I just need to tell you a um something I experienced that's like a bit of a trap. I mean, this could just fall into a life a trap life trap segment. Maybe
1: life trap. <laughs>
0: life trap so baby life that's where it's at it's a life trap go on i'm this is almost like there's not an embarrassing story attached to it which it very well could have been and i want to stop this from happening to anybody else because i was writing an email to my brother and my brother's not someone i care if i accidentally send an email through Two and it's exactly what I did but I didn't know that you could do this so in Google if you're if you hold down so in Google mail um, Gmail mm-hmm. if you hold down command and press return it sends the email and so I was halfway through this beast of an email and I hit command and return for some reason um, and it shot off my email so please be careful if you're typing out a work email and you're not sure about exactly if you want to send it or not. It's something I do constantly. I write the email, then then scrub it out and start again because it's probably just shooting from the hip a bit. But fuck, (laughs) I was so... I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, shooting from the hip. You're just not even thinking, just whipping the revolver out and shooting like a cowboy. (laughs) Yeah, well, so that happened to me before and then Bree told
1: me about uh, the fact that you can go into google apps or gmail whatever you use and set a delay so i have that set up now so if i uh, uh, send an email it has like a 20 second grace period for me to uh, retract what i've what i've just sent. i need
0: that this is why i need you in my yeah. life back in melbourne for my tech support you i'm i'm i am my mother for me i'm her tech support and you are my you're my son who just <laughs> helps me out with all this bullshit well I was thinking it would
1: be good I think at some point eventually it would be good to have a specific technology segment. I don't know what that looks like, but mm. definitely I feel like there's so many tech stories or things to talk about that are related to tech that we could definitely, you know, once a week to a 5-minute bit on technology.
0: Yeah, I think I think if everyone could pick one of the, one of their friends that knows something really, really well and they're kind of proud. They wear it as like a badge of honour where it's like, Yeah, have you, do you know do you know that James is very well uh versed in, in this area and like you and you're that guy in the tech space and camera stuff, it's like it gives it, it, it gives me a good feeling. It's like, yeah. Well if you ask Josh, I've got to ask Josh that first. And it's well, we, uh, could, uh, yeah, so we I think could do you a bit need of a your own at the sort of hi
1: dot com where people can uh, submit their their tech questions as well. We don't want it to turn into the tech guy with Josh doing it. But I have thought about that. I actually was thinking so we can run this past people. What what's your vibe, TJ, on you yeah. know potentially doing the show live? So you know, we're gonna be in a studio and rather than it just being a podcast, people will know that every morning if you're in Melbourne or whatever time around the world, you can tune in and go to our YouTube channel and watch the live stream. What what's your vibe on the live stream idea?
0: Yeah, I have thought it I thought it through quite a bit. I um I definitely can't be the cowboy as much as I am. I know people will be like, don't feel to yourself and you don't want to be some sort of pc version of yourself but i mean like i i just i know there are some shortfalls in in um in myself that maybe there has been a few edits out of what i may have said in the past but i think it's it's good training i i like yeah. that aspect of it i can't pick my no- i just picked my nose as i was going on to talk about <laughs> not doing shit on camera i literally just picked my nose um there's a i think there will be it'll there will be some training wheels that it will be on and that will come across in knowing that there's a camera set up. I think there has to be some sort of guard yeah. that drops down, which I think getting through that will be at least 20 episodes and then mm-hmm. are coming out the other side. But I like it. I like the thought of whether people watch it live or not. It's it, That's another thing. But I think, yeah, some sort of morning, maybe when people get to work, um, they could flick it on. And um, yeah, it would be good. worthwhile asking people what time of the
1: day would be the best time for you to consume a live stream. Obviously, we know we would be happy if no no one in our existing audience base listen to us live that'd be okay like because we understand that like first and foremost we are a podcast but it's just another element being able to do it live so if you would listen Mm. to us live send us an email tell us what time i was thinking potentially like 9am i could imagine if i worked for myself or whatever having it in a in a tab Somewhere, um, you know, in Chrome, and just listening to it, or maybe flicking on now and then to um, the second screen and watching it on YouTube. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I like nine a.m. It's like you have your first coffee. you just yeah. sitting down, getting ready for the day. Well, and well, you know, I like to, to a few idiots. I you you know, I like to geek out
1: on things. On things. And one of the things I have been looking at was. Um, different technology that we could incorporate and one of them is a dump button. So within radio, basically there's a 15-second um, a or 10-second delay where if you say something, there's different varying levels. So the most basic one will um, uh, basically... I think when you press, press the dump button, it removes the last 10 seconds and it can go to a pre-recorded bit. Then there's more sort of technical ones that will actually allow you to censor and things like that. So like say the show, Kyle and Jackie O show, which is a big show in Sydney and Australia, big breakfast show. They had a heap of trouble with saying the wrong things and getting sort of in trouble by the regulators. So they ended up having to have a sensor where someone would sit in and they would be listening live. And if anything was said that shouldn't be said, they would actually beep it out. So that's what they would use that delay for. Mm. But I, do, I was looking I at mentioned- options that we could incorporate. I like the idea of having a dump button.
0: Yeah, I I just don't know how much we'd use it. I don't think we're that loose. I don't don't think we'll we'll use it. How much are they to to start out Uh, with? uh, I think it's about
1: 2500 bucks. So, probably. But then you (laughs) think about how much you'd get sued for. So, But the the only thing that was stopping me was I was like, there would be issues with the video. So, this is an all sort of like an audio processing option where it's processing the audio and delaying it and then spitting it out. But um, I wouldn't know how to do that from a video syncing point yeah, of
0: view. I think it just, com- it'd confuse it. The thing is with, and for anyone who's done a podcast before, there's a lot of technical layers. And so the more you add in and the more you need to do by yourself, the more you hear it in someone's voice that they're yeah. just literally doing a million things at once thinking about is the audio going to air? Is there video? Well that's gonna be the beauty of having the podcast
1: right, is that there's sorry, the um studio is that it's all gonna be sort of baked in. Like right now, there's, you know, a delay that we're working with where I'll say something, it takes a couple of seconds, and then on yesterday's episode I went through and probably spent Uh, 40 minutes after the show just going through and tightening not removing any content but just tightening those gaps so um i am looking forward to the time i was even thinking about it when we start being in person how that dynamic's going to even change like i wonder if there's going to be a moment of getting into that cadence of not having to sort of wait two seconds for someone to finish their sentence before they start one
0: yeah it's it's super hard it is it is so hard. Um but yeah, I think yeah I'm I'm so excited for our studio and what's happening. I mean we if you haven't been listening or if you're just fresh to the show, Josh is away but I'm going over to the states. Yeah. Is it wrong that I keep looking at the flights? It's it's no, keep fine. looking at how much it's going to cost because we haven't booked them yet. Yeah. But it's um I think it's one of those things that just like ignites the excitement every time that I look at the flight and, um, and thinking about, oh, stopping in LAX and then flying to NYC. It's getting me real excited. Yeah. So uh,
1: Well, it's going to be great. Like it will be a it's good- getting me through this delay. Yeah. And it will also be a, um, yeah, that'll be the first time that we're seeing each other in person. So it'll be a good, you know, 10 days or whatever going going around and having conversations with different guests. I think that's, that's what I'm excited about is it's just like, it's going to be- uh, you know from what we've organized already we've got some amazing guests over 10 days so it was, it's just going to be i think a lot of fun
0: it's uh i am a bit sad that i won't see my child oh yeah you've um, got that, that old chestnut the 10 days <laughs> <laughs> what's what's been the conversation what's see the planning? Mine, um, well amy's then going away so i get back and then a week later she's going up to sydney for a, a wedding and taking Bodhi so then there'll be another like four or five days Oh wow! so it's it's um, oh man you, like as soon as I leave my kid I st- I'm thinking about him I'm watching videos before of my son in the bath last night and him telling me uh, I'm saying Bodhi get out of the we need to get out now and he's saying no no and <laughs> so now he's responding to me so it, it just like is this um, it gets even greater the more that they interact, you then miss them even more so yeah I'm I mean I'll get through it, but it's like it's 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 yeah, it's a bit sad yeah I couldn't imagine leaving him all the time. It would be really hard yeah i'm I'm excited
1: about when we come back that I'm going to have missed that winter like I think there is a lifestyle in. And this is essentially what Hamish Blake's doing. I remember like a year ago talking to him about what he's doing at the moment where it's like, it was like really cold. It was, you know, winter in Melbourne. And he's like, man, it'd be great to have a lifestyle where you could do, you know, winter somewhere else where you could go, you know, because when basically in Australia when it's, you know, winter in Europe, in the US, you know, in the sort of, um, you know, north of Australia, it's all uh, summer. So, it's – I'm excited that I'm basically going to go from summer to summer and so it will be not until probably, what, June that I get shit weather again.
0: Yeah, there's a film called Endless Summer and it's one of the greatest surfing films of all time. But it's just, yeah, the premise of guys just chasing the waves and that sun. I mean, you can just live in LA and it's pretty much nice weather majority of the year. When we're there in October. It'll be really nice. I think it's like, yeah, 21. Yeah. Which is getting towards their winter. Yeah, but perfect
1: type of weather. Um, You saw the photo of the, the surfing in Munich. Do you think that if that was you, would you have found a board and gone in yourself? Or do you see that as like too much of a local thing and you wouldn't have risked the uh, the embarrassment of falling on your face with all those people watching.
0: No, I definitely would have given it a crack. And what Josh is talking about is there's... And I've seen this before in Munich. There's like a, a river that has... It must have a hole at the section where the water then dips down and then forms like this wave. And I'm obsessed with those waves. In that movie, Endless Summer, they actually create one of these. There's like a river that... Um, fills up and then they dig a hole in the sand and so when the tide rises or at some point there must have been i don't know some sort of um, some rain that then forced all the water down and then it goes and hits this hole and then creates this wave and so i've been obsessed with those whole waves <laughs> that's not the technical term but the wave <laughs> in the river the whole wave. i would if i had a board i'd get, definitely give it a crack yeah <laughs> but i'm sure that the locals would get a bit well, just imagine off just at, imagine uh, the etiquette just idiot Australian
1: yeah well I could even imagine the um, what you you were with with Surfy Lake. so So, long story story Tommy Tommy some some footage footage of a surfing spot in Australia and just put it on Facebook and had death threats from surfers from the local area mm. calling him out for basically, you know... Um, telling people where a sort of a secret spot was could you i feel like and so tommy basically put together a pitch Mm. which got really close to like got an offer for funding and stuff like that and um it was around that surfing culture i wonder what it would be like the surfing culture in munich
0: well it's a um yeah i think was that just a normal day like is that always pumping I don't know is why it, always was, it was
1: there? a Sunday, I think. That we, Yeah, it was a Sunday. So, maybe that had something to do with it. But the interesting thing um, about Munich is it was like on a Sunday, nothing was open. So, we were there for a Saturday, Sunday, and then our flight was Monday morning. And it was fine because the um, beer garden was... We went to like the second largest beer garden in the world. It was sort of like a Japanese garden style thing and um, it was good that that was all open it was really pumping but um, yeah for, for mm. on a on a Sunday it's not the best day to be actually doing anything like shopping so it was it was everyone was there it was really pumping
0: yeah well I think that wave it's it's it. if it's constantly working then I'm sure you could sneak in I've seen heaps of professional surfers Mick Fanning I've seen him on that wave and, it, and it's just like a bit of fun what happens when they fall off And then they get sucked down the river and they just paddle and, you know, get back up up and walk back to the wave. Is that what happened? Yeah, I don't know how
1: far they go down before they exit, but I was watching the river had like a real strong current. So, what we were watching is just people... like jumping into the water and then they were just like flying along it was almost like one of those like rides that you would see at one of the water theme parks but um it really picked you up it was a little bit like if you uh if you didn't know that it was going to be okay i feel like you'd be freaking out because you wouldn't know if it sort of ended like if you if this was the first river that you'd ever seen Mm -hmm. you would think you would never jump in because it was just so strong and you'd think it would end in some sort of massive uh, waterfall but um yeah that was really cool
0: i was speaking to a friend yesterday he's going to surf kelly slater's uh, surf ranch which is his man-made wave that in it's in california somewhere out in the desert wait so it's it like it's like a pool have you seen it no so picture so it used to be and i remember when they fir- when it when it first got leaked they 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 really sold it as this like secret project that was happening, and this guy this Australian guy, I don't know his name, but if you Google it, just write Australia finds Kelly Slater's surf wave, and he used Google um, Earth to find this like it used to be an old like water ski park or like a wakeboarding park, so it's basically like a, a man made uh, body of water. Um, just looks like a rectangle from above and he zoomed down into it and then saw that over the years there was some construction going on and then he like matched some of the photos, um, that were coming out, that were being put out by Kelly Slater and was matching like their, um, the light poles. And then he matched them to the ones from Google Earth, and then worked out the location. So people would have gone out to this this man-made wave, and what basically it is is it looks like a train in the water on one side of the rectangle, um, or one like it's almost in the middle of the water um, in a big, huge body of water. So there's still enough room on one side that the train starts and pushes through the water and creates this epic wave. That's what it looks like. Yeah. I'm sure there's like serious science that's gone on into work out how to generate this much power through the water, but it creates pretty much a perfect wave that can be barreled, and they can change the height of the wave. And like there's young kids surfing it. Um, you would drown if you surfed it. <laughs> uh, I reckon I'd do
1: all right. I just wonder about this guy that did the um, the research. It sounds like something that the you know spies do to North Korea to work out whether their sort of their nuclear program is still happening <laughs> like counting fucking lighting poles and stuff like that i I've got to wrap up but uh wanted to mention Trevor Long who sent us an email listening at 30,000 feet on a plane and um he's headed to New York actually and he was talking about the phone numbers and how he uh, got his phone first um, uh, with his first phone line basically the amount of numbers that he said his phone line had one, two, three, four, five, six numbers was all um, he needed for his first landline and he even says that people would answer their
0: phone saying the number (laughs) isn't that weird? (laughs) They didn't realise they could actually just say their name first. Yeah. Um, I do. This is the how I. This is how old I am. I only. I was living in the generation where there was seven numbers, so Trev had the six. Yeah. I remember before they put the nine in front of numbers in Melbourne. Yeah. I don't know about interstate, but they they added the nine on. So I remember having the five five uh, five nine six five four five four whatever it was, um, which. Yeah, that's about. It. But geez, Trev, how old are you, mate? <laughs> well, he said we he ya. said that he got his second um, line for
1: his house in '95 for the internet, and I. So in 1995, for context, I was uh, five years old, and I do remember the internet. I remember there was a, a Macintosh computer uh, that had it at our school, and I remember. But I specifically remember probably when I was like, we're like ninety seven or 98 when the school got like a bunch of com- computers and there was just like no filtering involved so you could just go to whatever your site you wanted to and it wasn't until going to high school and they started filtering the internet and i was just looking i don't know why hashtag uh, nostalgia mm. alert but i um was going back to old emails the other day and um I found all of these emails of me speaking to the IT department about certain, um, I think it was like one of the journal, like probably 2002 or 2003, one of those at like blogging sites. This is like even pre, it must have been like 2002 because it was like pre me knowing about WordPress and stuff like that. And I was putting up a case for why they shouldn't be blocking it. And um, I remember we used to just get into the biggest arguments because they, they blocked joshjansen.com.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. Jeez. Imagine the discussion in the lunchroom of the teachers. Who the fuck is this kid? Yeah. Wants his own domain. Yeah. Well, the funny thing We've was- we got to this kid's I, domain. Are I, you fucking kidding me? The The-
1: the teachers, I think, enjoyed it. The IT department hated it, though, because I would go into doing all this research, where basically I'd be like, "Hey, this is actually a better filtering provider. Like, you shouldn't be using this one. You should use that one. <laughs> and um, these restriction the the restrictions you've given us are actually overly restrictive. You don't need to be uh, filtering this site and this site. And so, yeah, it's uh, it's funny seeing the long." winded emails that i used to send to um the it department anyway you're,
0: you're a character mate yeah uh, it's the daily you're a talk show Character.
1: <laughs> it's the daily talk show everyone one day we'll um be living the dream and now i want the dump i want a dump button so i can uh just fucking filter us whenever i want be real uh but one thing that i do want to get in the studio it's not very expensive i promise it's a um a cough button so basically it's a connects between the xlr and the mixer and um, it goes next to the person where they're talking so at any time they can hold it down and they can basically cough and there's no sound what do you think of that? Or just cough off, just cough off mic. Nah, nah, that's shit. The other thing that so I was googling all different options, one of the other ones which is interesting, there's a thing called a panic button and it's used for on-stage performances and what happens is it basically switches inputs. So if you press the panic button and you're on stage and say you're singing, it will flick the input from being the main PA system to being a speaker in like the mixing at the mixing desk so say if something happens all of a sudden you can press the button talk into the exact same microphone and it just goes to the person who's doing the mixing or the person that's in the bio box i thought that was pretty cool
0: right i didn't even know these things existed so if i didn't have them it wouldn't have mattered There we go. you're probably right it's the daily talk show everyone have a good one
1: send us any emails hi at thedailytalkshow.com and It sounds like uh, you're checking the P.O. Box, TJ. So the P.O. Box, one last time, is P.O. Box 400, Abbotsford, Victoria, 3067. Have a good one.